Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Rod and Chris here with your morning show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. How's it going, Chris? Good. Great day of NFL action. Sorry I couldn't be on the show yesterday, but uh, yeah, had a great day yesterday. Fantastic. I'm gonna, I love that uh, that Sunday night game as well. It was, a, it was a really good game as well. Nice. Rod, how's it going? It's going. It was a so-so day. Good morning. Not so good afternoon. <laughs> I got crushed. Broncos, I had one of those days where it just everything. <laughs> I don't, you know, I just got crushed. I maybe hit some halftime bets. That's about it. I mean, I just got crushed. It happens. Everyone's had those days. If you haven't, then you haven't bet. You haven't bet. Then you haven't bet. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. It happens. You, you know, you just you own it, and then you you know you move on. Just it's all part of the house back. Move on to the new day. Exactly. Exactly. It's all part of it. Never been big on the NFL, so not my thing. I know a lot of guys, it's kind of, they, they hinge on it. But for me, it's like, can't, I, I think I don't enjoy it. And I think that's why, you know, I just lose interest. Kind of start to drift on it a little bit. And I think that's just where I'm at with it. I've had that relationship with it, like I said, since that Seahawks-Steelers Super Bowl. Really, when that happened. But it happens. Anyways, got a new day, new games, and uh, plenty going on. So, uh, like I said, everyone's had bad days before, so <laughs> including me. And I'll have more in the future. You know, it will happen again. And I'll have big days, you know, too, like I did on Saturday. So it doesn't matter. Anyways. You take the good, you take the bad. The facts Life. I think that, life. I think that shows that show I always call it the fats of life. You ever notice like they just get bigger and bigger every season? It's like it's like <laughs> it's the fats of life. It's like man, did she put on some weight? Miss <laughs> Garrett uh really really making too many racks of brownies there or something. <laughs> it's like, Whoa! Would you like guys? No such thing as too many racks of brownies. You take that back. Remember the the pan, the perfect brownie. Remember perfect that? Brownie. Yeah, they had this pan called the perfect brownie, and it kind of shaped like yeah. an S, like this. So like they were all okay. corners, like every brownie was a corner. Uh, so I talked about corners. that a long time ago, like probably fit 10, 12 years ago, and people sent them to me. They, <laughs> like I had like all these trays of the perfect brownie that people sent to me. It was awesome. So you make them all, you put them out on the table. Oh, I what made everything say? with it. I made like mini quiches with it and everything. It was great for everything. It wasn't, good for just, good, yeah. wasn't just good for brownies. Anything with crust. Really. Anything with a cross, yeah. yeah. So if you wanted that nice edge, oh yeah, oh, that was great. I love that pen. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> it's like not not that there's no not that there's a non-perfect brownie or imperfect brownie, but that pen really really got it. You do pizza with it? What's that? You do pizza with it? I don't make pizza in a pan. I use I use a stone. Yeah, so do I. But I was just asking if you ever made if you ever made pizza with it with with the perfect uh No. No, okay. No, I only use a stone. <laughs> You're like there's <laughs> there <laughs> it can make a perfect crust with anything except pizza. Except pizza. You know? well, well that that's because you make that on the stone. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I mean, what world do you live in? <laughs> 
<laughs> what planet are you from? How dare you? You realize it's Monday and I'm coming off my crappiest day of the year. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay, never mind. I thought pizza would cheer you up, but I clearly lit a fuse. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's like Natalie's pushing size 23 by season four, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, ooh, I really like the brownie, but do you have any more of those black and white cookies left? It's oh, like, no, not the black and white cookie. It's like, it's like episode, episode 27, season four, the diabetic coma. <laughs> It's like <laughs> the fats of life. The fats of life. <laughs> She's waiting for the cinnamon babka. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> episode sixteen. Today we ate cannolis. <laughs> Just, it's like they, they're like, we want you to film a segment where you're sitting on the bed and write in your diary and putting what you ate today. Today we ate cannolis. Special yes, guest, special guest star Kobayashi. <laughs> I brought hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wasn't the dorm picnic last week? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> wasn't that last week's episode? It's like <laughs> the Thanksgiving month. <laughs> if they keep talking, I mean, is it just me? Is it just me, or did they just get did they just get bigger every every year? I think they just got bigger every year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, we got Monday Night Football tonight. We've got the Rams and the 49ers. These teams do not like each other. They know each other extremely well. And what they say, familiarity, <laughs> discontent, all kinds of trends, all kinds of stats. Hopefully you guys caught my player props video I did on this. I did one just on this game. And my player props, of, of all the things I did yesterday, the player props um, did come in for me. So on on. My video and I got a lot of them for tonight's game. Betting tools, pretty much, you know. I mean, that's all I did. Is I just I mean, I copy. I actually, I don't just copy and paste from the betting tools. I actually cut and paste and show it on the screen and then read it. <laughs> it's like that's uh, that's about where I'm at in October. I'm I'm managing I'm managing the place like Buck Showalter. <laughs> Chris, what do you think of this one? You know what? I think this is good. Like you said, this is uh, you know one of those rivalry games. Familiarity does breed contempt, and is that what know, it is? It, is that what? Yeah, it is? Fam yeah, familiarity breeds contempt. All right. Um, Discontent. But, you know what? <laughs> familiarity breeds content. <laughs> familiarity breeds hot dogs. You ever see um, the one where they made the spiral sliced ham? <laughs> <laughs> they go into the octagon for the bone, you know, that's left over. Who gets to suck on the bone? Like, no, you know what it is? It's like the freaking Coliseum where they stick two of them in, like the Coliseum. They, they put chains around their neck and they throw the bone in there and have them fight to the death. Joe's gonna oh. win. I like I like Joe in that one. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, no, this is like I said, this is gonna be a division rivalry game. These are gonna these two teams do not like each other. They're gonna hit each other just a little bit extra hard tonight. But 
you know, despite all you would think, you know, with all the talent on both sides offensively, it's been a fairly low scoring series, you know, for the last five meetings have gone under. This is the lowest total that we've seen in like the last, at least the last 10 meetings, but I still like it to go under the total. I still think it's the first to 20, maybe 21 wins kind of game. So I, I really like the under in this spot. And Tootie started off as like, you know, young and skinny. <laughs> and we all. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened there. <laughs> the freshman, the freshman, thirty-five. Rod, what do you got? Well, you look at this game. Uh, definitely uh, 49ers here. They uh, lost the championship game to the Rams. And you look, uh, Garoppolo definitely was not good. So, uh, and you figured it, if Trey Lance wasn't there, he'd be in. But uh, this, is, this is a revenge spot for the 49ers. I think this is going to be a close, tight game. And for me, I'm going to take the 49ers. They've owned the Rams. Uh, 6-1 and one ATS, the last second. Hi, everybody. It's Craig from Picks and Park. Are these you 49ers. have. 6-1 uh, straight up versus the Rams. The only win the Rams got was to stop that bleeding in the championship game. So, you know, like Rams 0-4 in week 4. They're also 1-4 ATS their last five games. 3-8 and eight their last 11 versus teams with losing records. I like the 49ers tonight. I'm going to take the 49ers. I'm taking the Rams in this one. The Rams 6-0 and on the road straight up in their last six on the road. Um, the 49ers, kings of the first half. But um, I like the... Uh, I like I like the Rams in this one. Also four and zero against the number on the road, so they have been a better road team than they have been at home. And uh, you know I don't know. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is so bad. I think the Rams put the heat on him. That bull rush up the middle. I think that um, both these defenses are really really good. And these are two of the top defenses in 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 the uh, in the league. Jimmy G's got to get the ball up quick. <laughs> he knows it's coming, so he'll. he'll, he'll but he, he can't. You know that's the done. problem. He, he sucks, and you know it's just not good, not good. So I, I'm taking the Rams in this one. Anyways, we go to uh, Major League Baseball. And let's see what we got. We got GM. Tomorrow we have a bunch of double headers in baseball to try and wrap up the season. Got the Guardians taking on the Royals. Tristan McKenzie against Zach Greinke. This could be Zach Greinke's final game of his career. And the way things are going. Any word on Granky's career, Chris? You normally are on top of this sort of thing. I, have, I haven't seen it. I've heard he's on the fence still about coming back. You just keep signing one-year deals for whoever will take him, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't know. But the Royals uh, are kind of like where he started, so it made sense that yeah. he would finish there. It would come, yeah, it would come full circle, yeah. Full, I mean, cir- full circle. It, yeah, I could see it. I just... And he said, "I don't know. I don't know if he feels that he's done yet. Obviously, the, the stuff on the field looks like he is. He's, you know, he's not the strikeout pitcher he once was. You know, he's, he's obviously lost a ton of his velocity. So maybe it is time he hangs him up. But uh, I don't know. Facts of life. Se- facts of life. Season season two, episode four. The broad I ate in Cleveland. 
My wife just gave me the stink eye. She did not hear the rest of the earlier part of the conversation, or else I kept the plug pulled on this one. I don't know how to respond to that. I'm going to go with the Guardians in this one. If Grenke, you know, just on the road, a no-fly play for me. You know, he's 0-7, ERA close to 6 on the road this season. And the Guardians keep, you know, chugging along and just pushing for momentum. Should they be resting some guys to maybe worry about the, the wild card round? Maybe, but uh, that hasn't stopped them from going out and winning games. So give me the Guardians here, but a strong start for McKenzie as they light up Greinke. The voice of everyone, Rod Zwacky, what's up on this one? The voice of everyone. Well, you look at the, you look at this one, and uh, I agree. Greinke has not pitched well on the road this season. Uh, and Tristan McKenzie is way uh, better at home, 5-3. Two point uh, eight three ERA. You got to go with the Guardians here. Uh, got it. I'll take the Guardians. Think uh, on the run line. I think they can get to Greinke today. Get roughed up, I and mean, I think this will be his last start. I think he does retire. Definitely not going to the Hall of Fame, is my guess. Despite all the the winning he's done in his career, and um, all the wins and everything, just. Does not get along with the writers. They do the voting, and they always hold it against the players. Always. Just bull crap. I like the Guardians in this one. Pirates against the Cardinals. I don't know. The Pirate, the Cardinals, it was like they turned it on in the middle of the season, but down the stretch here, they haven't been anything special. Last year, remember, they won like 38 of 40 to end the season, and this year it's like it's really hasn't been anything like that. Um, I don't know, man. I I just, I think Mitch Keller is terrible, but gosh, tough to to get behind the Cardinals here. Chris, any thoughts on this thing? It's hard for me to get behind the Cardinals 100% without knowing who they're starting here. I saw Jose Quintana in some places, but... uh... Again, I can't. I haven't confirmed, been able to confirm it. But do you so. think the Cardinals, with the series coming up next week, do you think they're going to even have their starter in there for you know, for long? Probably not. They start um, on Friday their series, and it'll most likely be against at this point, looking like it's going to be the Phillies. Yeah. By default. Well, I mean, I, I still think Milwaukee has a good chance to catch them because what's it, the chance? They I mean, can't. They, played, they they can't beat the Cubs. They couldn't beat the Pirates. They can't beat the Reds. You know no, they're going to beat Zach Gallen or something. That ain't going to happen. I, 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 is is Gallen is Gallen one of the three going? I haven't. Yeah, seen, he's I pitching tomorrow. Pitching. Tomorrow, okay, yeah, maybe not. He's then, favored but, uh, on the road, minus yeah. one thirty already. If you if you're quick, see, I always try and get the early line on something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'd only see. I didn't see who who was going the next two days. If it's Zach Allen, okay, yeah, it's going to be difficult. Clearly, but, uh, you have no understanding of Major League Baseball, do you? <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 only here to go to the snack bar. It's like, what the hell's going on? It's like it's like distraction. He's the guy. He's the guy you're stuck behind in line at the snack bar. It's like I read in the paper they had you had and bottomless nachos here. <laughs> it's like I don't see it up there. An hour ago, where do I buy the wristband for the bottomless nachos? <laughs> First of all, 
<laughs> you don't buy it, you bring it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's hard for me to get behind, you know, the Cardinals fully without knowing who's starting here. And you're right, they could, they could rest some players. So I, I'm going to go with the under in this one. I, you know, Mitch Keller, he has, you know, been prone to getting blown up. And it wouldn't surprise me if the Cardinals got to him here. But he's given up uh, three runs or less in each of his last six starts through seven shutout innings against the Cardinals earlier a couple weeks ago too. So I think it's going to be just a low scoring game. Like I said, I think the, uh, the Cardinals focused on uh, the playoff series in the weekend. So yeah, give me the under in this one. And for me, that's what I'll take the pirates. I think Mitch Keller comes and has a good start. One of his good starts. He did pitch well. Like I said, last time against these, like you said, against these uh, Cardinals last time he faced them. Um, pirates did get the loss four three, but I think the pirates get the win in this one. Marlins taking on the Braves. Knock, knock. Who's <laughs> 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 there? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. going to mop the floor with the Braves. Love that bit. Going to miss it. <laughs> we'll, we'll save it for next year. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't get sent to the minors again for a good portion of the year. It's like, sorry, we've gone with Sixto Sanchez this year. I don't know, man. The Braves, uh, they've done well in Miami, but Bryce Elder, certainly not the top chance here. The The Marlins will have, ha- I mean, the Braves, 100-game winners. They passed the Mets. Um, you know, that's what I knew I was running – Last night, it like pretty much summed it up. It's like a Bassett, he's up three one. It's like he can't even hold him down. It's like, this is bad. Like this is real bad. <laughs> well, what do you think of this one, Chris? Yeah, you know, I am, I am going to take the Braves here. I know Bryce Elder, not the, uh, not the, uh, the top option the Braves have, but he's given up two runs or, or sorry, one run or less in uh, each of his last four starts. Two runs combined over 27 and two-thirds innings. And he's, you know, given up one run over 13 innings in his last two starts against the the Marlins. Jesus Luzardo, you know, we love him on the show, but I think this is just one of those spots where the Braves know that if they can beat up on the Marlins at least in one or two of these games, they, they'll, they'll be in a good spot to get the division because you know, the Mets have a winnable series against the Nationals. And uh, I think you just got to take care of business with who's in front of you. And I think the Braves do that here. So give me the Braves. Remember that six-month pause when Ruffalo wasn't on the show anymore? Rod, what do you think of this one? Remember <laughs> <laughs> this when you look, you look, Bryce Elder has been, uh, he's pitched lights out his last 20 innings. Uh, he's, he's given him, what, one run over those 20 innings. Um, he's definitely pitching way ahead of his uh, the back of his baseball card. Uh, so for me, in the books, it opened at seven, it's up to seven and a half. I like the over in this one. Uh I think we get some runs. You look at the Braves, seven and two to the over. Their last nine on the road versus a left-handed starter. Marlins are also uh, six and zero to the over in their last six versus teams with winning records. So uh, I like some runs today. Give me the over. I like the Marlins. I don't care. I like Jesus. <laughs> Care. Not apologizing for it either. Damn sure. Got the Reds and the Cubs. Hunter Green versus Haiti. Hayden Wisniewski. Yeah, 
full price admission in Cincinnati. You know, it's, you know, it's great. Like this time of year in Cincinnati, I lived in Cincinnati, the corn, man, the white corn. It's all like, everything's ready. It's to perfect, right? Oh, it's oh yeah. Balls to the wall. The best corn is in Ohio. Gaber for us. For us, the closest that I can get really good corn, the nicest, sweetest. It wasn't a question. It was a statement. Tabor. Facts Alive, Season 3, Episode 17, Corn Eating Contest. <laughs> We're going to get some mileage out of this one. How did we get there? How did we get on that one? Oh, Rod was singing the song. That's all right. I was, I, yeah, I started singing. Whatever, it just rolled right in and it came in my head and I was like, the facts of life. And I was yeah. like, the facts of life. That's how we got there. Yeah, that is how we got there. Chris, what do you but think? Then you changed one letter and we made it the facts of life. <laughs> the facts of life. Yeah, I like the under in this one. Um, now, Hayden Wisniewski, you know, maybe there's something to how well he's pitching early on in, in his major league career. You know, three and one with a 2.33 ERA. Some of that's been in relief, but as a starter, 2-0, 1.96 ERA. And uh, Hunter Green seems to have fixed whatever was going on with him, whether it was injury or he just needed some time to sort of fine-tune his his, uh, his stuff. Three runs in 17 innings since returning to the, uh, to the, to the Reds rotation. I think this is a bit of a, a pitcher's duel between two of the younger talents in their respective rotations. So, give me the uh, give me the under between the Cubs and Reds. Yeah, I can agree with you. I like the under uh, as well. Both pitchers uh, have been pitching well uh, in the last few starts, and both have trended to that under. The Reds six three and one in the under in their last ten, and then you look at the Cubs uh, thirteen four and one in their last eighteen versus a right hand starter to the under. Reds 5-1 and one, their last six at home to the under. Their last 15 games of the Reds, 11-3-1 to that under. Not going to be too many uh, balls uh, getting blasted out of the park in this one. Take the under 7.5. Uh, um, let's see. I like... I don't know. The Cubs have really been pounding the Reds, but I do like Hunter Green. Rangers against the Yankees, Martin Perez and Luis Severino. Perez has had a nice series in a contract year. Um, Chris, any thoughts on this one? I really hate yeah. Severino. I can't stand him. I don't know why it is, but I just don't like him. I know. So, so, so do I, and I hate the Yankees, period. But... Uh... I, I still have to lean their way here. I, I don't know. It's just you have two teams that really have little to play for here, but the Yankees are only the only team that's really winning. And uh, you know, I mean, the eight and two in their last ten compared to uh, one and seven in their last eight for the Texas Rangers. So I like Martin Perez. You know, I think he's he's pitched extremely well. He's earned a big contract for next season. But uh, I just think the Yankees, in their current form, find a way to win this one. So give me the Yankees on the money line. And I like the under in, in that one. Um, Martin Perez has been pitching. Uh, he's pitching okay. His last couple starts been a little bit roughed up, but uh, he's, he's been pitching pretty well. So uh, I like the under seven and a half in this one. Uh, I think both pitchers come and uh, pitch solid. I don't know how much the bats wake up and the offense is uh, be crushing the ball. Texas not known for uh, that. So 
Pitcher Ballpark in Texas. Take the under seven and a half. I like Martin Perez. I like my chances. Got the Orioles against the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays beat the crap out of the Orioles in this same series a couple weeks ago, but Jose Barrios on the road kind of changes all of that. I'm going to go with the Orioles in this one. How about you, Chris? I'm going to go with the over, mainly because, like you said, Barrios been terrible on the road this season. He's actually been pretty bad wherever he's pitched, but... Um, yeah, on the road, especially bad. And uh, I expect the Jays to get something off of Dean Kramer, though. The, the Jays' bats really took it to the Red Sox in that series. Like you said, they, they beat up on the Orioles in uh, in last week's series. But uh, I like I like, I like like the offense here. I think we get to at least 9 or 10 runs. So I'm, I'm taking the over in this one. Rod? And I got to agree. I, I, I like the over here as well. You know, look at uh, Marius on the road. and It has not been pretty. Um and yeah, the last time these two faced, uh, it definitely went well over the total. Uh, opened at eight down to seven and a half. Uh, I, I like the over as well. So you see a whole pile of runs in this one. I'm taking an alternate over. Take uh, I think we get ten. So give me the over nine and a half. I don't know how they can sign him to that kind of extension. It's absolutely ridiculous. Who? Brios. Really? They did? I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, they locked him up for seven years, I think, in the offseason. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's, that's, I see, that's what I was He's like, yeah, the fast life. <laughs> Carrasco versus Abbott. Carrasco, minus 320 pitcher these days. I like the Nationals on the run line. Covered a zillion in a row on the run line against the Mets. So I'll take them again to do that. Plus 260, but we're getting plus, like plus 105 and change um, on the run line here with the Nationals against the Metropolitans. Yeah, I'm going to lean towards the over in this one. I think the Mets get to Corey Abbott, but Carrasco, you know, still, he's been doing a lot of winning at home, but he still has had a harder time uh, keeping the runs off of the board at home. I I do lean towards the Mets for the side on the run line, but I think the better play for me in this one is probably going to be the over. I think there's uh, tons of runs coming in this one. Rod, how about you? Yeah, I agree. I think... uh... Might be a long day for uh, the Nationals as uh, the Mets take a little bit of frustration from uh, getting swept by the Braves. So <laughs> I think the Bats do wake up for the Mets. And uh, I think the Nationals' uh, Bats have been going too. They get some runs. Uh, I agree. I like the over. I think we see definitely enough runs to get us over the total in this one. What, are you, what are you selling, Chris? Let me check out my uh, $15 pickoff play. 30 and 11 runs still in that. We drop back to back plays by, like to get back on track for. Uh, for the final week of the regular season. And I uh, also got you know, my NFL uh, platinum play for tonight and uh, three-pack for Major League Baseball, the $15 play included in that three-pack. So four plays in total for me today over at Pick Dogs Premium. For me today, I got my $15 Bookie Buster. Um, just like Chris, I lost my last two. So makes us four and two in our last six on those ones. I also got my uh, Monday Insiders Info three-pack, which includes the Bookie Buster. Uh 
via 2-bit to MLB and my Monday Night Football Gridiron Crusher uh, in my Monday Insider Info 3-pack. Scoop it up. You get the Bookie Buster included in that package. I lost my baseball yesterday. It was my first loss in a while. I had gotten off. I rode the Guardians into the ground, and then I had got off them just in time. And then I had the Mets last night. Freaking idiots. I choked it away. Yeah, I saw Rod. Thanks for thanks for, I know. Thanks for rubbing. I some watched salt it too. I was I, it was it was thanks, awful. Thanks for kicking some sand in my you. face. I was with you on the Mets. I was with you on the Mets. Don't worry, they got me too. <laughs> it's like Jay on the halftime show. I'm like, man, I had a real crappy day. Oh, how crappy was it? Thanks. <laughs> it's like, it's like burn your my burn my clothes. Crappy. I don't know. Oh, clothes burning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was clothes burning. Clothes burning. Sage burning. <laughs> it's like. Yep, empty out the underwear drawers. <laughs> they all go in the dumpster. <laughs> Change out all, you all of you them. You light the underwear on fire, all the ghosts fly out of it. Oh, no, just straight into the garbage. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> just let it go, yeah. <laughs> Jay asked that like like the audience thing when you're doing stand up. I had the crappiest day. How crappy was it? It's like, oh yeah, how bad was it? It's like, thanks. It's like, it was so crappy. I dropped my hoagie. <laughs> I got my uh, fifteen dollar uh, MLB play, and I got to play for Monday Night Football. And wait, we will move right along. So Thursday is a is a one game day, and then we move into the playoffs on Friday with college football, and then over the weekend Major League Baseball. So in the next few weeks is actually fairly light the schedules during the week, and then we go into um, but NHL will start on the twelfth. It officially starts earlier than that, but then we went through this already. How? Um, and then, and then, um, NBA will start on the 18th. So we'll have plenty to talk about. We'll move on. Got the Red Sox and the Rays, Rich Hill on the mound against Tyler Glass. Now, if they can get Glass now, you know, cooking here for the postseason, man, they might be in business for the Rays. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I, I want to see how Tyler Glasnow does. I think they're going to try to push him a little bit more here. And even if it wasn't Glasnow or if it was anyone else, I'm still fading the Red Sox. They didn't look great in that series against uh, against uh, against Toronto. And Rich Hill, my thoughts on him have been the same all season long. More often than not, a five-inning pitcher, and he does more damage in those five innings than uh, the Red Sox can come back from. So I'm going, to, yeah, I'm going to fade Rich Hill. I'm going to fade the Red Sox. Give me the raise in this one at the reasonable price. Regular tough guy. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I got a great. Give me uh, give the Razor. The, the Tyler Glass now looked good in his uh, uh, first start back. Uh, better than what Rich Hill could come up with. Yeah, the, the Boston had their best starter going yesterday in Walker, and uh, it, it didn't look pretty. James oh, is saying in. if they can't beat Arizona today, they deserve to stay home. What about the Cubs and the Pirates that they got beat up by all season and all these other chances that they've had? Had chances all year long. I mean, they're chasing the Phillies. I mean, in the Padres, 
They've had a lot of chances. <laughs> a lot of chances. Lance McCullers Jr. versus Aaron Nola in Min Maid Park. Phillies, 86 wins. They're not going to get to 90. And this is what I always say. Postseason teams, and they're looking, if they win, if they, they're not going to get to 90, they're going to be 13 to 15 games max over 500. If they can sweep the Astros, they'll be 16 games over 500. That's how, that's how tough it is to win a lot of games of baseball. You tell them, Sammy. You guard this house. There you go. <laughs> it's always the smile on his face and wagging tail that make it a little less intimidating. Right? That's the problem. Yeah, maybe he doesn't say he's got this big grin on his face and his tail. <laughs> Tail's going and he's barking. <laughs> What's the question, like Chris, that you're answering here? To, uh, Die on people. At you get Mel. his fur up, you'd have the backup. Will Chris and Rod be doing NHL rundown show? Yes, but it won't be here. Yeah, not on yeah, not here. We're working on doing a rundown video, I believe. Yeah. Held separate yeah. separate event from the show. <laughs> <laughs> what Special guest appearance the pan. Peter Puck. <laughs> Today's special guest, it's Tootie from Facts of Life. <laughs> it's Tootie from Facts of Life. I heard now, I heard you guys were making fat jokes. Which <laughs> 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 uh, one, Brewers, Phillies? Or yep. sorry, Astros, Phillies, I mean, sorry. Astros, Phillies. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Astros in this one. Uh, Aaron Nola, you know, <laughs> I don't know which Aaron Nola we're going to get here, but I'm leaning towards the one that struggled on the road in his last three road starts. 16 runs allowed in 17 innings of work. And uh, the Astros, they've clinched everything, but this is a team that just hasn't laid down. They haven't said, oh, no, we're not. We're looking towards postseason. They had that first round by. I think they're looking to, uh, you know, finish the season strong and uh, they're going to stick it to the Phillies here. I like Lance McCullers Jr., how he's pitched. So uh, give, me the, give me the Astros in this one. Right. Yeah, I agree. You got to go with the Astros here. I am not back in uh, the Phillies or Aaron Nola on the road. Yuck. Uh, Houston's a better team. Uh, I got to go with the Astros here. All right. Brandon Brandon Woodruff versus Tommy Henry in this uh, Brewers-Diamondbacks game. Um, yeah. Chris, uh, I know you're big humping up on the Brewers already. But, uh, <laughs> I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, I I do. I Tommy Henry. I do. I, I'm telling you, I do. I, I see it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You made a good point. Zach Allen pitching tomorrow. The Brewers' chances. Where's very, my mute? Very where's my mute button? <laughs> so like, we don't. We're, we're not going to subject our audience to this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it. The uh, the Brewers, their chances of making the playoffs if Zach Allen's pitching tomorrow are as slim as the facts of life cast in season four, but. Tommy Henry, he has struggled in his last few starts. He's going to be one of the nice arms for the uh, for the Diamondbacks in the future. But his last three starts, he's given up 17 runs over 13 innings of work. And Brandon Woodruff, uh, a 1.380 RA in his last four starts. He's won each of those starts. 
and uh, Brewers won them convincingly. So I, I like the Brewers in this one. Tomorrow, maybe another story, but today I'm taking the Brewers on the run line. <laughs> right? How can you not? I, you, Tommy Henry has just been awful. 0-2 his last three with 11.77 ERA. And Woodruff is uh, 8-0 at home with a uh, 1.98 you look, Arizona has not fared so well in Milwaukee. One in 11 in their last uh, dozen trips to Milwaukee. Uh, doesn't smell uh, this one. Brewers keep their hopes alive. Take Brewers. Run line. They blow the doors off Arizona in this one. Diamondbacks alternate run line for me. Talking about a Brewers team that just lost three of four to the Marlins at home. Um I, I don't see it, you know. I don't see this team deserving anything. They lost to the Reds. They lost 2-3 to the Mets. They lost to the Reds again. They lost to the Rockies. Oh, what a disaster that was, right? Let's look at some more of these beautiful series that they've had this season. They lost, of course, 2-3 of three at Wrigley. Um, they lost... They lost three in a row... Cubs and Dodgers, then they lost to Pittsburgh, of course. Then Arizona, Arizona won uh, three of four um, in just about a month ago in Arizona. Gallon, uh, Nelson, and Kelly doing all the damage in that one. Yeah, I like the Diamondbacks here. game Oakland A's against the Los Angeles Angels Angels have won 11 games in a row as favorites Chris Ruffalo I'll make it 12 here I, I like Patrick Sandoval what um, do you like about him is he on the, I mean because it sounds weird it sounds weird he, yeah, he's, he's, he's sort of in the back end of the, the Mount Rushmore uh, but uh he likes Patrick you, you, Sandoval in the back end. I, I don't. I'm, I'm done. Why are you twisting my words like a pretzel? I'm not. I'm just. I'm quoting. <laughs> Selective quoting. <laughs> I mean, ERA just over three. His six and nine record would probably it would probably be flipped to about maybe thirteen and seven if you got run support over the course of the season. If you didn't pitch for the Angels during that little losing run they went on, but. Um, Nothing about the A's, you know, excites me here. I want the uh, I want the Angels in this one. They're, keep their win streak going. Do you think like Miss Garrett used to like sit around and talk about like the disaster she had working with uh, Todd Bridges and Gary Coleman over at uh, what was that show? The other show different that they were. Yeah, different strokes because that's where different she was strokes. originally. Man, that Mr. Drummond was a slave driver. <laughs> they only show you the, the like they, they edited the rest of it out. Conrad Bain <laughs> as Mr. Drummond. I, I like the over in this one. Uh, I think we get some runs. Patrick Sandoval can give up some runs. Uh, definitely. You look, Angels uh, on the road, um, they definitely love uh, four and one to the over uh, on the road. Their last five, their last uh, five road games versus a right-handed starter, the over. And you look at Oakland, uh, 
four and zero. Their last four at home to the over. Seven and one. Their last eight after scoring five runs or more in the previous game. Even over. Bring your glove up to the ballpark. I think we get over ten. Lots of runs. Trout hits a home run. Got the White Sox and the Twins. Johnny Cueto, first ballot Hall of Famer, up against Bailey Ober. I like the uh, I like the White Sox at home in this one. They they've been pretty good in the meaningless games. They got a chance to finish over five hundred. Yeah, I'm going to lean towards the Twins in this one. Cueto just he is first ballot Hall of Famer. I agree, but. Uh, Hasn't been good in his last couple starts. He's lost 17 runs in his last three starts. All, all lost. He's also lost his last four decisions. And Bailey Ober, you know, joined the the, the rotation later on after a lengthy stint on, stint on the injured list. But he's uh, thrown uh, 12 and a third innings of one run ball this season against the White Sox. Much as I hate the Twins and how they played the White Sox at home, really not a play for me. So give me the uh, the Twins and the plus money here. Rod tomorrow will be showing the, yeah, I gotta go with the twins the as well. Best uh, of the morning show. It'll be six months without Ruffalo. Just a, an, a uh, <laughs> hodgepodge of clips. <laughs> I gotta go with the uh, twins here as well. White Sox. You know, look, Johnny Cueto, zero and three in his last uh, three starts with an over seven ERA, and the White Sox have lost seven straight. A guaranteed great field. Uh, I might take the Twins in my life. I think they get another win. The line looks fishy. I think the 49ers have won the last two matchups, except for the championship game last year when the Rams won. Um, except for the championship game, right? Except for the, <laughs> except for the championship game. <laughs> what? When the Rams won. But yeah. um, Padres against the... 49 covered. <laughs> Padres against the Giants. Joe Musgrove on the hill here for the Padres. I'm going to go with the Giants in this one. Chris? What kind of person would I be if I went against my Mount Rushmore here? I mean, realistically, I, I, I'm still a Joe Musgrove fan. And, uh, you know, the uh, the Giants, they, they fared well in some of these bullpen games that have been started by John Brevia, but I think Musgrove trying to turn it on for, with the postseason finally around the corner. And uh, I like the Padres in this one to pick up a win over the, uh, over the Giants. How about you, Rod? And in this one, for me, I'm going to take the over. We draw side traffic. Uh, both teams are going to come to life and we uh, get some runs. The Musgrove uh, got a 3 ERA, Brevia a 3 ERA, and you only got it. He gets an 8. Uh, I think we easily get the 8 on this one. Give me the over uh, 7.5 this one. Yep, the Niners did cover that game against the Rams, but they were getting points. They weren't favorites in that game like they are tonight. I agree with Chris. I like the Giants here. Got um, Jorge Kirby up against Brian Garcia. The Mariners have uh, cemented down a wild card spot, but they got a chance here to kind of put away that number two seed minimum. You know, they still got a chance at the number one seed, but um, of the wild card teams, which would mean they would host the opening wild card round. But in it, right now, it looks like they're headed to Toronto. Don't they stop Jorge Kirby, Chris? <laughs> I really wanted to take the Tigers here plus the one Why? and a half. 
Why? I, I, let me finish because they've been on a, a, a nice run, but I can't go against the Mariners with, with Jorge Kirby on the mound. He's been just pitching too well. And uh, you know, the Mariners, they got to start, start, you know, winning games here and there to, if they're not going to at least catch Toronto, like you said, to at least get, I would say, a more favorable matchup against Toronto again, than rather than play a, a red hot Cleveland team right now. So I think, uh, I think the Mariners want to finish the season strong, try to push for that home, uh, home field advantage, but either way, the, uh, the Mariners to play in this one. Rod. I like Detroit. Uh, double your money, too much value uh, not to pass up going against the Mariners. I'm not going to lay minus 243. I think Kirby and I think of that little white guy every time I think George Kirby. Wow. So I'm going to go with Detroit. Wow. I like Detroit. I like Detroit. Double the money. <laughs> I do every time I see every time I see a Kirby pitcher, I think of that little white white guy. <laughs> little cartoon character. So. I mean, he's only 6'4". Like, he can't be that tiny. Well, no, I know he's not that right. I know he's not that tiny, but here Kirby is just just that's how Kirby. Make sure of that too. I think he just called George Kirby a tiny white guy. Yeah, that's what happened. Um, got the Dodgers against the uh, Rockies. So, Chris, why are you grasping at straws here? It's Jose Urania. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not opposed to her. I'm not unfamiliar with grasping at straws, but. Yeah, I gotta go with the, uh, I gotta go with the Dodgers here. I think they uh, they tee off on Jose Urania. Gave up seven earned runs, ten runs total in his last start against him at home. And I think shifting to Dodger Stadium, it's going to be no different. Tony Gonsolin, like he's probably going to be on a pitch count here, but uh, I think the the Dodgers offense is going to be the story in this one against Urania. Give me the Dodgers in this one. Right. Yeah, I gotta agree. I think the Dodgers on the run line if they blow out the uh, Rockies for their hundred and eleventh win. Gonzalez just been lights out. All right, we're going to go through these real quick, but we're going to go through them nonetheless. And uh, I don't think anyone's going to mind too much. But here we go. Just you know, one sentence. We're not going to go into the Rod's wacky uh, narrative. <laughs> Nets versus Sixers, Chris. Nets minus six. 219 the total. I got to take the Nets. I, I want no part of the Sixers, even in the preseason. Rod? Uh, I'll take the 76ers plus points. I'll take the Nets here and lay the points. I'm with Chris in this one. Memphis versus Orlando. Um, Memphis minus 8, 214. Orlando, terrible last year. They were, but I think for Memphis, it's going to be all about getting into the regular season healthy. I, I like the uh, the value, the points with the Magic. Rod? Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I Orlando, I think the Magic is too deep. They got a bunch of young guys that are going to come to play, so take the plus eight with Orlando. Yeah, I'll take the points as well. We're in agreement. Denver Chicken Nuggets up against the Oklahoma City Thunder Buddies. Um, Denver minus eight, 218. Total. Sorry, I got hypnotized at Chicken Nuggets. Um, I, I like the Thunder in this one. I I just think the uh, the, the youth the youth again it, tons of depth for the Thunder guys that are going to want to battle for minutes. The Nuggets are pretty much set where they are. So give me the uh, the Thunder in this one. The Utes on the Thunder. 
Yeah, exactly. You got the youth in uh, Oklahoma City. We got to go with uh, OKC in this one. I like OKC too. And if this was a regular season game, I'd be on OKC as well. Lakers and the Kings. Lakers minus five against the uh, Kings. I like the Kings here plus the points. (laughs) Chris, how about you? Yeah, I lean that way as well. Again, the Lakers, another team I, I really don't want that much to do with this season. I like the over with two seventeen and a half. We we know how much defense uh, Sacramento plays, so I like the over. Got the Clippers against the Portland Trailblazers. Clippers minus seven, total two eighteen. This is a neutral site game. I don't know where it's being played. Any idea? No, I haven't seen. Climate Pledge Arena. Where's that? Oh, Seattle. Seattle. Nice. <laughs> the most boring name to read it, Rob. <laughs> it's clean uh, Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Clippers in that one. I think they want to build some momentum early, and yeah, I've got no hopes for the Trailblazers this year. No, we we seen the way they ended the season, and it wasn't pretty. Uh, and the Clippers, uh, um. With Kawhi back, and uh, I think Clippers going to have a good year, uh, and they make a statement here. Went by, t- take the Clippers. I think they take the Blazers and the points, only because of the where it's being played. All right, parlay time. All right, give me the uh, the over between the Jays and the Orioles. I'm going to take the Los Angeles Angels, and I'm going to take the Houston Astros. Rod? I'm going to take uh, the 49ers, play the points, take the Twins on the money line, and take the Braves. Taking the, the Rams, the Angels, and the Dodgers on the run line. This is Mitch. Thanks for joining us. Make it a win day.